Welcome to the Small Business Sessions powered by Zero. My name is Emma Jones, founder of Enterprise Nation, and I'm very delighted that we have Zero and an excellent accounting firm, Raiden, in the house today. We're going to talk about making tax digital. Damon from Zero is going to talk to us, I guess, a little bit about what making tax digital is and how Zero can help. And Jonathan, who runs a great accounting firm called Raiden, I'm hoping you're going to tell me how you're helping your clients with making tax digital. So uh, let's kick off. Damon, what is making tax digital and why should we even be talking about it on this podcast? Okay, thanks, Emma. Um, So Making Tax Digital is an HMRC initiative and it's effectively designed to make sure that the UK tax system is efficient, effective and easier for taxpayers. HMRC estimate that there's about 9.4 billion in tax revenues lost per year due to errors uh, and failures to take reasonable care over tax. So ultimately, by digitising returns, they're hoping that they can close this gap. It's being rolled out in phases, but what it's going to do is going to impact all businesses effectively at some point in time over the next few years. So it is really important for all businesses. They really should take notice and take care because ultimately, and beginning from next year, they or their accountants are going to have to use compliance software for making tax digital. And the government gateway, which is the way that most businesses submit their tax returns at the moment. 87% of businesses submit their tax returns at the moment using the government gateway. That's going to go away. And ultimately, non-compliance of MTD is going to result in fines or fees. So it is really important that all businesses actually stand up and take notice of what's happening with Make It Tax Digital. So it's a bit like a GDPR for tax. It's kind of if you don't comply, you're going to be in trouble. And it sounds like HMRC are doing this to kind of, as you say, plug that kind of tax hole, even though I'm sure most small businesses who are listening would say that uh, if they're not paying their taxes, it purely is through error as opposed to kind of by design. But Jonathan, Damon mentioned that kind of this is making tax digital is coming through in phases. Which are the companies who, first of all, have to feel and think about compliance for next year? Yeah, so the first thing that's coming in next year is MTD for VAT. And that will be any businesses who are VAT registered and have a turnover over £85,000, which is the current threshold. And that will be from VAT periods that start from the 1st of April next year, so 1st of April 2019. So it's kind of a good example, businesses who are thinking about their VAT returns now, maybe have just filed them or are about to file their June period end. This time next year, you'll be doing it as an MTD filing rather than the current version. How many companies are there who are VAT registered? So I know there's five and a half million small businesses in total. Damon is nodding as if he's got the answer. This is why it feels like the competition quiz. Damon, how many VAT registered businesses are there in the UK? So um, we estimate there's 1.2 million VAT registered businesses that are above the VAT threshold. There's actually more than that that are VAT registered, but those that are impacted by making tax digital in April, 1.2 million. And what's kind of interesting is actually we estimate that around half a million of those businesses today are currently using spreadsheets, paper or nothing. So there is a significant impact on businesses that aren't today on MTD compliance software and will have to be between now and April 2019. So, you know, this is interesting. A couple of days ago, we've had a new small business minister appointed in the UK and the small business minister in Britain holds a monthly SME advisory group. And so this was with the new minister two days ago. And we go round the table and everybody says what their issues are. And one of the organisations present said, there's an issue of making tax digital. We're wondering if businesses are ready for this. And my response was, we think making tax digital is great because it's going to encourage businesses to be more digitally savvy. And my comment was, this is for VAT registered businesses, surely businesses with a turnover of £85,000 plus are using cloud accounting software. You're telling me 
almost half of them are still not using cloud accounting software. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only that, there's a huge number of businesses that aren't using cloud accounting software. They'll be on desktop software. And what Making Tax Digital will do is enforce that they either upgrade or pay an additional fee in order to be compliant with a connected product, like a cloud software product. So um, it's actually it's actually bigger than impacting you know half a million businesses. There's a lot more that will be impacted. I'm amazed. You learn something new every day. So Jonathan, there is a huge role here for accountants. So if I am one of these businesses, I'm over the VAT registration threshold. My turnover is more than 85,000. So I am compliant. I have to be part of Making Tax Digital from April 2019. What should I be doing now to start preparing for this, especially if I'm operating off spreadsheets and not yet using digital tools? Yeah, I think um, the first thing obviously would be to go and speak to your accountant and just kind of see if they've got a path already set out for you. Because I think most accountants will be looking at this even if small business owners aren't yet aware. But I think it's really important as well that I think there's a lot of negativity around MTD. It's kind of almost being used as a stick to beat people into doing digital record keeping or using the cloud. And I think, yeah, okay, you might have to make that move. We've got to look at all the positives that are there, all the things around kind of, yeah, okay, so it makes compliance easier. It gives you real-time accounting, so you've got better access to information to make better decisions. And it just makes your business more efficient. And I think it's really important that as you think about this process of migration, you look at those positives. Don't fear the negative. Don't fear the change. Just keep working on the fact that actually... Once you've gone through this process, you'll have a better business. Yeah. Better and grasp of what's going on. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. I, I just echo that. I mean, it is a catalyst for change. It's a good opportunity to say, like, how am I managing my finances? Mm. And, you know, on cloud accounting software, the benefits of being able to avoid data entry, so connecting your banks directly into the product, um, have access to your finances at your fingertips. So no matter where you are on your mobile device, being able to raise invoices on your mobile device. So there's so many benefits, and I think that does get lost in the stick that making tax digital provides and penalties and fees. But there are so many benefits in actually saying this is a good opportunity to take stock and say, actually, there is a better way. And that better way does come with a huge amount of benefits that ultimately allow businesses to just get on and run their business. Absolutely. Just a question to you, Jonathan, because I agree. I think this will digitally nudge businesses in the right direction. There are some, and this is small business organisations, who say that the implementation of making tax digital should be delayed because businesses are not yet ready. And indeed, is HMRC ready to accept all of this data coming through in digital format? I'm not going to ask Damon this question because I don't know from zero as to whether he's allowed to even reply to this kind of thing. But Jonathan, to, to those people who say it should be delayed, what would you say in response? I think, unfortunately, HMRC have had a bit of a bad track record with things like RTI and AXBRL and, and kind of maybe not rolling them out as well as we'd like. It does always feel like they come up with the idea and then work out how to do it afterwards, which makes things difficult for us as accountants and small businesses. But there's got to be a line in the sand somewhere. And I think with all things, if you delay, you just keep delaying. There will always be people who think we need a bit more time. There has to be a line in the sand somewhere. Hopefully, HMRC will be quite soft on the penalties and onboarding and, you know, and help firms through but the world is changing so quickly now digital transformation is just getting quicker and quicker and quicker i think actually kind of going back to what i said before for the benefits of businesses we want 
everyone to be moving into a digital world when it comes to accounting and finance because it's so important. Mm -hmm. And of course, for the accountant, the one thing we work very closely with the Institute of Chartered Accountants, and the one thing we're really enjoying watching is because tools like Xero have come to market, compliance is relatively straightforward for you. And therefore, this now means that the accountant can kind of step up and become more of a trusted advisor. Just back to the almost the practical implementation of making tax digital. If I'm a business, what do I practically have to do? So if I'm submitting my VAT return next year and I'm uploading my accounts, which I will give four times to HMRC, so I think it's quarterly data upload, literally how do I do this? Do I just click one button on zero and it goes straight through to the HMRC? So which systems are talking to which in terms of what do I have to do as a small business owner? So from a zero perspective, if you're already on zero, you can sit back and relax because... And not um, do anything. And, 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 <laughs> and frankly, not do anything because you're in a really good place. So you know, zero already submits VAT returns within the software. We will be switching customers over really simply into the making tax digital regime. And that will obviously support MTD without the need for, you know, kind of upgrading the product because, you know, we put upgrades into the product with no additional fee. It's just part of the service. And if you're not on zero and you wanted to know where to go, the HMRC have published a list of software vendors that are, are ready for making tax digital. So thankfully, zero is on that list. But you can find that on gov.uk. And then I think, as Jonathan says, if your accountant manages your tax affairs, you should speak to them and consult with them and make sure that you know they ultimately are are ready to be an empty ready accountant. And you know, from a zero perspective, we, we we've spent a lot of time making sure that our accountants on our platform are are ready to support MTD. So yeah, that, that would be my advice. So just to reiterate on that, if I'm currently using Xero or other accounting software packages, I really don't have to do anything in particular because the system will just file my returns for me. Yeah, well, I can't speak for all of the accounting software providers, but certainly from our perspective, nice. um, we'll be okay. switching people over. Um, so, you know, the the time to act is now. So whilst, the, whilst there's still work to do on actually rolling out the product, um, getting on products like Xero gives you that reassurance that you'll be switched across, you know, really simply and really easily. And then you can just relax and, and get on with running your business. But a- right. again, again, there's a lot of businesses that aren't, you know, half a million businesses that aren't in that position. So um, I would strongly advise that they take a look at the gov.uk site and speak to their accountant because they will be uh, well-placed to to um, to take them through that process and bring them up to speed on the benefits. So this message is mainly for those businesses that are not currently using software packages, isn't it? To, the call to arms is go and, and speak to an accountant and do that. Yeah. And Jonathan, try and not be biased with the response to this, but if there's a business listening and they're thinking, well, actually, this time next year or kind of April of next year, I probably will be VAT registered, but I don't even have an accountant what advice would you give to small businesses in terms of what to look for when they're looking for an accountant? I know you'll say come to your firm, but try and kind of not think that. What are the kind of things that your clients look for when they come and choose you? I think some of the things that kind of set us aside is the fact that we've been kind of using the kind of cloud setup with Zero and Receipt Bank and those kind of add-ons and softwares for so long. I think that gives people confidence because I think there is still a lack of awareness of, of cloud accounting. So some people see it as of new and i think our kind of experience with it over the last eight years gives some confidence so i think look out for firms who clearly are well engaged with whichever packages they're using kind of have things on their blogs or social media that that shows they really are using it they've not just kind of gone oh yeah we'll, we'll use zero shove everyone on it and then don't actually know what's coming next and i think one of the things that we strive to do again try not to be biased but i think that other firms are doing more and more as you mentioned before is as compliance becomes more of a byproduct it gives accountants more time to really focus on 
needs and advisory. And the thing that we really focus on is changing language. I think there's always been this history that accountants use quite technical language. We often have clients come to us who are a bit confused. We had one client who turned up and said, every time I look at my P&L, it looks like Mandarin. I've got no idea what's going on. <laughs> so we just sat down with her and we changed all the headings in zero. So that they were just words that she knew. Understood. Because we, yeah. we know what they map to. Yeah, fine. In a set of sta- uh, statutory accounts, it might have to be one particular thing. But we know that whatever wording they've used translates. Mm. So for us, it, it's kind of really about making sure that um, we're working with clients to improve their understanding. So I think the more small business owners understand, the less uncertainty there is, the more likely they are to be successful. We're developing a making tax digital hub with Zero on the Enterprise Nation platform. So hopefully that's going to be filled with information between now and closer to the date. But just to check from your perspective, Jonathan, this is not coming in until April of next year, but you do feel that businesses, especially those not currently on accounting software packages or speaking to accountants, they should act now in preparation for April. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, if you're looking to migrate from another system or spreadsheets, there are certain periods when it's best to do it, either at the end of a financial year or at the end of a VAT quarter. You don't want to be doing it kind of in the middle. So you need to start now to think, okay, when is that next staging point? Start deciding which bit of software it is. Look at the data. Make sure that everything you've got is up to date and clean and ready so when you migrate, it's a nice smooth process. Um, so even though actually, you know, there are so many great tools that Zero provide now in terms of being able to migrate data from other systems. And actually that, that particular part of the process might be fairly speedy. You need to start thinking about when is the right time to do it. And you need to start thinking about that now. Right. All about the preparation. Well, thank you so much for sparing your time. It's a busy time for all in the accounting profession. But Jonathan from Raiden, Damon from Zero, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was the Small Business Sessions from Enterprise Nation powered by Zero. Go to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast to find out more. And big thanks to audio and podcast production service Podraffy for producing this show. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and please do leave a review. See you next time.